This is Madeline. And this is Cami. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 104. Have you heard people say the website is dead? Yes, I have. And I think it's a mistake. Me too. Let's dig into how to make your website your most valuable asset. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. People keep saying that the website is dead, and Madeline and I think it's a big mistake. But they're right about one thing. The website that is a brochure about you and your business is definitely dead. Your website needs to be about your customers and solving their problems. So we came up with these four steps to help you make your website your most valuable asset. I'm so excited we're talking about this, Kami, because, you know, when you say a website, that's a brochure, that's so like 1997, maybe even 2000, like that's so old school. You just can't operate that way anymore. No, you can't. And it's so easy to get there. And I kind of feel like mine's kind of there right now, too. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we're doing to change our own websites, right? Yeah. So let's start with step number one. Build your website as a home base. Your website is your owned property, while social media is rented land at best, right? So build a base where you can grow over time. This also helps you capture searches on Google. You can aggregate the content you have created here onto your main site. Now, late last year, I did a major overhaul on my website. I was working with our good friend, Todd Giantasio, who we just love dearly. And I decided, Kimmy, that I needed an overhaul. Number one, my website just felt a little outdated. It needed to freshen up for sure, have some new photos from a photo shoot. But also I was noticing that people were saying to me, Madeline, what is it you actually do? Like they couldn't tell from my website what I did. And that was really bothersome. So I worked with Todd, worked on a strategy and we did a major overhaul and I'm so glad I did it. Yeah, it looks so great. I really suggest that all of you go take a look at Madeline Sklard dot com and check out what she's done there because she's done a really great job of something I'm about to talk to you about. I have been reading this book called The Story Brand. It's by Donald Miller. And I really love his approach to redoing your entire brand around story. And also he has an entire section on how to redo your website, which is excellent. It's really well done. And right now my um, assistant who I just hired, Katie, She's in the middle of reading the book, and we're going to actually use that book to redo zoeticamedia.com. So I'm really excited about what's going to come out of that, of course, because, you know, over the years, I've, as an entrepreneur that I am, multi passionate entrepreneur that I am, what I do is kind of grown. I have several different distinct products my free content, like Social Media Breakfast and this podcast, my done for you social media management and strategy for large brands. That's the biggest part of my income. And then we do a lot of influencer activations with travel, Texas Travel Talk. 
where we send bloggers to a location and they cover it and do all kinds of things. And then um, I also have this online course that I'm developing right now, which is called Smart Social Secrets, which basically teaches other people to do what I've done for brands. So I'm trying to figure out how does all that fit together, right? And under one umbrella. And so I, what I really love about Donald Miller's story brand is he talks about simplifying, making it very simple. And I think that you have to look for one umbrella. So there were five things that he said all websites should have. And the first one was an offer above the fold, which you do really well, which is basically telling people what you do and who you do it for, like how you can solve somebody's problem. And, and then what do you mean two, by above the fold? Because not everybody knows what oh, that Oh, yeah, means. above the fold. I'm sorry, I'm an old newspaper person. <laughs> so above the fold means that when you land on a website, the space that you can see in the window that you don't have to scroll down to see, that would be above the fold. That would be the thing you see as soon as you get on the page. That has to be very clear. People can't really scroll to get to the, to get to the point because they won't. If you look at stats for in Google Analytics, you'll see a lot of people bounce off of pages a lot. And that's why, because they don't see what's in it for them immediately. So you have to have that right up front. And that's number one. Number two is an obvious call to action, usually in the top right corner, right? That's where the the big one is like buy now or, you know, book an appointment or, you know, be very clear and distinct about your calls to action as well. He talks a lot about not like being, you know, like weak about it, like learn more and that kind of stuff. He, He talks about how that's really not the way to go. I love that. And that's number two, a call, an obvious call to action. Number three is images of success. And it should be images of not you being successful, but of other people that they can see themselves being having success. So they want to see, you want them to see themselves in the website. You know, when they, you can see themselves being successful or happy or, you know, really taking things on. Number four he had on there was unified message for all income streams. And I was talking about all my, my crazy. And for me, it's all about community building. I teach you to build an online community. And I have several ways that you can do that, different paths of going that direction. So that's been a really big one for me is like just mapping out all the things I actually do and turning it into one message. It's really, really important. And then finally, use very few words. You know, do not use a paragraph. People will not read your paragraphs, even though you want them to. You know, I work with a lot of people, um, lawyers and and really smart, you know, engineers, and they really have a hard time like narrowing it down to three or four words. They think that people need the extra information in order to understand. But the truth is, when people are online browsing around, no matter how smart they are, they're multitasking. And one of the things we've taught you, if you've listened to a lot of our podcast episodes, is that every time you add a new thing and you start multitasking, you lose 20% of your cognitive ability. So think about if you're doing two or three things and watching, looking at a website, you know, people are barely looking at it. They're basically only seeing the, the top level. So I would say those are really, really good things. His five points. So I really recommend this book so much. He's got such a great way of putting it. It made it really clear to me what I needed to do. I love this. I think these are five amazing tips that that everybody should be following. You know, when you're talking about having that offer above the fold, you're so right. People don't necessarily scroll. You know, they need to see when they come on a website, they need to be able to quickly see an offer, know what your call to action is, know who you are, what you do, have all of that information so that they can get a good understanding because many times they do leave. Like they're not going to scroll. They're just going to look at what's in front of them and leave if it doesn't sound like there's anything in it for them. So these are like awesome tips. I love that last one. Very few words. It's so easy to get wordy on a website. 
So I've really worked hard to to work guilty on as that. charged. <laughs> yeah, and you guilty know what's a charged. great idea is invite some friends and colleagues to take a look and let them tell you, like ask them is is my website too wordy? Does my website make sense? It's always a good idea to have other people give you their two cents because sometimes we think we know it all and we don't. Yeah. And sometimes also we think that we're being very clever. So you may have a very clever title and people don't really get it or understand it. So we've actually even talked about that with this podcast. We're talking right now about should we rename it? Should we call it something that's more obvious? Um, Like, you know, whatever that is. And so we're actually talking to our community right now inside of our Facebook group about it. I'm not sure we'll change it. But the truth is, is you always have to be looking for ways to be much more clear in everything you do. For sure. So step number two for making your website awesome is to build your relationships. And I know that sounds counterintuitive. What does that have to do with your website? But building your community is really going to be important for your website because those are the people that are going to come to your website over and over and over again for information if you build it really well. So you need to go where your community is hanging out, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, all those places that you think that they are and build content and resources that are designed to solve the problems of your community. And that's the honey that draws them to the hive, right? Is that 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 information. And you're doing some great some great work with that right now on your website, right? You've been doing all these Twitter articles. Could you talk a little bit about what you're doing because it's really interesting how you're taking your blogs and turning them into into podcast episodes. Just talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of repurposing of content. So, you know, this is such a good topic to talk about. You know, your website should be your hub. That should be like where your all your content's at. It should be the place you drive your traffic to. Because when people land on your website, they can get so much more information. You can use the opportunity to give a call to action. You can have a lead magnet right on the homepage. You can have your services that are available, you know, ways to bring in income right through your website. So you want to send people there with your content. So one of the things I've been doing this year in 2019, I've really gone all in on producing as much content as possible. That's all about Twitter marketing because people know me, you know, know what you're known for. You know, I kind of veered off last year and decided I'm going to go spend time helping people with video, video on the internet and which was great, you know, social media video, but I was kind of veering from my core work of Twitter and everybody knows me for Twitter. And the whole year when I was doing this video rockstar program, not to knock it because it was really awesome. And and I like to do multiple things. Like I don't want to be Part of me was like, okay, everybody knows me for just Twitter. I do way more than just Twitter. I've been teaching social media and helping businesses since 2005. I've been doing this for a long time. So I want people to know I do other things and it's something I want to do and I enjoy doing it. But I still came back to, okay, what am I really known for? What is it that people want from me? And it's, it's just always Twitter. So this year I decided to go all in and produce a lot of good relevant content. So I've been producing these articles every week, different topics related to how to best manage and and run your Twitter. So that goes out every week. And then, Cami, I am repurposing as much as possible, not just putting it all over social media. But one of the things I'm doing is I'm taking some of these articles and I'm making a podcast episode out of it. So I have my Twitter Smarter podcast, which I've been doing for several years, interviewing people. You've been on it. So people like you that come on and share their best Twitter tips. Mm -hmm. But why not take this content I've already created that's relevant to the podcast and and read this information in audio? So it's an audio format of it. And so I'm always trying to come up with new things to draw attention to the content, get people to my website, because that's the ultimate goal. I want people to come to my website. So repurposing, I think, is something that everybody should be looking to do. 
Yeah, we had a really great episode about that too. So we'll put the uh, link in the show notes about how to reuse, repurpose in you know, your content. We have a really great episode that we did about that as well. And I think we should share that again. So yeah, that is so, so smart. <laughs> that is so smart. I love what you're doing there. That's really great. Thank you. And uh, step number three, build buzz around your brand. Super important. And that's one of the things I'm doing with all of those Twitter tips articles I'm putting out. I'm trying to create a buzz so that more people know me for Twitter. So you want to create content that people are asking for by listening to them through your social media conversations. And you can also do polls. We talk about that a lot in this podcast, Mm -hmm. doing Twitter polls and Facebook polls, knowing what it is that your community is interested in. Then you want to echo what they want by creating more content that solves their needs. And then you want to socialize with your community. You want to build relationships. You know, that helps you build loyalty. Yeah, it really does. And, you know, years ago, I think it was 2010, we finally figured it out. I came up with this cool little bees idea, which is to build eavesdrop echo go and socialize. So if you have a hard time remembering how to do this, these are sort of the steps of building buzz around your brand. And that's really to start with building, which is building your beehive. And a beehive, nothing is wasted. Everyone has a role and lives that role out. Um, your website is the home base that aggregates your content and social profiles. And your social profiles are your satellite offices, right? So think of them as the places out there that you're sending all your little drones out to, which are your messages and your content and all of the things that you're doing that draws everybody back into the beehive. And then eavesdrop, which is the E of of bees, and that is to listen with a purpose to determine what kinds of content are most resonant in each social media community. So this is like the communication that bees instinctively use to build a functioning hive or nest, which can be brought to bear in social situations. Each community has a distinct culture. And to be effective, one has to learn this culture and speak the distinct language of each community. I think that's one of the big mistakes people make is that they just get one message and they blast it out everywhere and they don't change it. They don't think about the community that is in that specific you know, social media network. So you're going to do something differently on Instagram than you're going to do on Twitter or on Facebook or on Pinterest. We were talking about that today. You know, you're going to do a different kind of message in each place. So we, you know, you can't share a link on Instagram, whereas you can share a link, you know, on Facebook. So you've got to kind of think through what you're doing. And Pinterest too. And Pinterest Pinterest too. Actually, more Pinterest than even Facebook. Facebook doesn't like links as much as Pinterest. Pinterest gets overlooked a lot. And, you know, you and I were having a conversation earlier today prior to recording this episode. And so many times people think Pinterest is so much like Instagram. You upload a photo and it's like, no, you link to a photo through your website. So it's a great way to draw attention get people over to your website. So if you're not using Pinterest, you ought to really take a look at it. It doesn't take much time. It's Mm-mm. not a time. It's time consuming. Like back in the old days when we all first jumped on it, it's time consuming if you're using it to surf around and look at stuff. That's what's yeah. time consuming. But actually going and, and putting your content on there is very quick and easy to do. Yeah. So the next E in B's is echo. So once you know it's resonating with the community, then you can provide content that fits or echoes what the community finds interesting. This can be called the echo chamber pejoratively sometimes, but this is really how things happen as far as the buzz that builds retweeting on Twitter, linking on blogs, tagging, sharing, all that kind of stuff is really important in order to build the ecosystem. So these are really important for you to think about too, sharing other people's content, helping other people when when they need it, not just echoing your own content and shouting from the rooftops, but really 
causing it to be a community. You need a community of people that are sharing each other's things, that understand each other. So that echo is really important. And then finally, the S in Bs is socializing. The content must be socialized and not simply broadcast again. So interaction is that key, that socializing. So um, we were talking about this the other week, things like auto direct messaging and automatically following on Twitter. It kind of makes it easy to pretend as if you're engaging, but it doesn't really fool anyone. That's right. It doesn't fool anyone at all. No. So that's my uh, idea for that. The bees swarming, encouraging buzz. You build, you eavesdrop, you echo, and you socialize. That's your bees. I love that. And you know, when you were talking about with echoing, going back to your E for echo, one thing I want to throw in there that I think is very relevant to that when you're talking about knowing what's resonating with the community and then providing the content that fits to that, I think it's really smart to check your metrics regularly. We've talked about this many times in this podcast. Check your metrics, see what pieces of content are resonating and use that to reshare it, repurpose it. You know, we look at ours pretty regularly for this podcast to see well which episodes are, are really resonating the most. And you can take that and continue promoting that and do it in a way where, you know, people can access it and get that information because you know it's working. Yeah. And in fact, we were talking about Pinterest. Let's just keep that going. Sure. We were on Pinterest and we were thinking that we might want to try advertising on Pinterest because Pinterest offered us a a little bit of a coupon. Like if you spend $30, we'll give you $20 back. And we thought, oh, well, let's try something. We're always trying new experiments. And I thought, well, we'll use it. So definitely check your Pinterest because they may have a little thing in your inbox right now offering you what they offered me. I don't know if it's widespread or not, but definitely check. But I wanted to know which episode, most recent episode was being listened to the most. And the one that kind of has gotten the most attention for whatever reason is how to be on the cutting edge of social media. And so what we're doing, and that kind of speaks to our fourth step, which is measuring your results. We went into our pod track, which is how we know how people, how we're doing on um, on our podcasts. And it, it's connected to our Libsyn account. So if you go to pod track, it's, it's sort of a process you have to go through if you have a podcast, but we highly recommend it because then you can kind of see how many people are listening to each episode. So we saw that that episode kind of had a bigger bump. And so we took that and turned it into a pin put it on Pinterest, and then ran an ad to it. So we're going to see how it does. We don't know. But we're going to run it for the week and kind of see. So I think always measuring is so important. So step four is measure your results. Make sure that you're measuring results. You can also install Google Analytics on your website if you're using WordPress. We like the free version of Analytify. It's a WordPress plugin we really like. I put a a link to it in the episode. It lets you just see right up front how you're doing. It has a little dashboard right inside of your WordPress dashboard. So we are using that. And we also use, I said, PodTrack again, is another one that we're using for the podcast if you have a podcast. And then of course, we also look at the native analytics on all of the different social media networks. Yeah, for sure. And I do want to point out with Twitter, because of the new desktop, I was just mentioning this on my Twitter Smarter podcast that made me think of it. Uh, Since there's a new desktop design, when you're on Twitter, twitter twitter.com, they move the analytics. It used to be at the top right-hand corner in the pull-down menu. Now it's over on the left side where it says more, more. click on more, and then you'll see analytics. And it's so important, Kimmy, you're so right. When you're on your different social media sites, do check your analytics because it will tell you so much. So important. Yeah, it is. And thank you for saying that about Twitter because that is so true. I was actually on a training call today with a, a client 
I'm like, okay, they moved the cheese over to the left. So <laughs> I know it's so funny how how often these social media platforms move things. And it's usually not like an instruction manual that goes with that. It's marketers like us that and it's always funny. It's always when you're on a call with a client and you're like, oh, and, and you're screen sharing and you're like trying to get it's like, oh, it looks like they moved it again. You know, so yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just, this is so important to measure your results. So I'm glad, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yep. So we have a call to action, Madeline. What is it? We do. We always do because we love our action takers here at the Communities That Convert community, the CTC community. You guys are so amazing. So uh, we want you to join us in our Facebook group. And I'm going to share my recent website revamp, like I was talking about earlier, and how you can use some of the things I learned for your own website. I'm happy to share, you know, what I've learned. And uh, we want you to also share your website so Kimi and I can look at it and give you some ideas. We would love to uh, give you a little mini audit and, and give you our two cents because really having other people look at what you're putting out there can be super helpful, making sure that you're you're getting their two cents. You know, listen, I thought my website was fine for a really long time until. I had people look at it and they were like, I don't get it. So it never yeah. hurts to have more eyes on it. So we definitely recommend that. So we'll be doing that inside of the group. And we have great people in there like Todd. Who knows? He may even drop by and give you some expert advice. We never know. Never you know. never know. He might just show up here on the podcast like in, a, in an episode or Maybe. two from now. You never know. Ooh, but he is a, a member of our community. And uh, yes, he is. He, we do see him in the Facebook group from time to time. So I'm sure he will take part in this conversation because he has been so helpful to both Cami and I with our websites, with Communities That Convert website. Like he really is super knowledgeable. Right. And he's got a really good, we're going to mention that because he also hosts our website here. So you guys need to know that as well. And you can check out thegrowthsuite.com. He actually has a program that's set to help people put their websites together. So if you are like, I am overwhelmed and I need help, um, you can head over to thegrowthsuite.com it is not an affiliate link. You can just head over there and you can see um, what he has to offer because I we really highly recommend him. Yeah, because we're not, yeah, we're not like affiliates. We're not trying to make a buck or anything. We really love working with him. He's a great guy, provides great services. And he's not like just a web designer. He's a strategist. He mm -hmm. helps you with everything, with getting your website content up there properly and getting it seen, getting people into your funnel. So he's like the real deal with all of this. It's done a lot for my business, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that is all for this week. I hope that you guys are excited and ready to go out there and make those tweaks to your website that are going to make you awesome. And we look forward to seeing what you've done. Yeah, and we'll be back next week with another awesome episode. Yeah, take care. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website, at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat. And that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from the Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. 
Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's suite spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cami through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Thank you.